Welcome back to Finding My Fit at 40. It's been a minute, guys. I feel it's like been we're a hot welcoming minute. ourselves back to a yes. certain That's, extent. It is. Hi, kind of guys. That. Hey. I missed it you guys. It has been a minute. Um, we uh, haven't been together for a few weeks. We've had some stuff go down. We will chat about that in a second. One of those things, though, that did go down and I will chat about was I got sick. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Again. Awful. It is that kind. Uh, you got I the mean, kid germs, man. They're potent. It is the kid germs. <laughs> I also think I was. So I'm a guitar player, and my pick was. It's been chilly around the uh-huh. low country lately, which it is has. Weird. It's been awful yeah. Yeah, and rainy and uh-huh. gross. Super Ugh. gross. And so my thing, and I use a fan to keep bugs away and stuff like that. Mm. So what? my fingers were really dry, and my pick was sliding. So I kept licking my fingers oh. to be able to create. Grip. Oh my! And then I got sick, and I was like. It's mm. probably because I was licking my fingers. Yeah, all the, time. They, the COVID. You should have like a little cup of water for finger dipping. Finger, finger dipping. dipping. <laughs> I love that. Actually, I had a recommendation. My cousin recommended that I use like those things that you use for uh, stamps. Oh, a little oh, sponge. Yeah. Like sponge uh-huh. thing. Yeah. yeah. To put that a, on the side of the stage. You can have like a little utility belt for dorky things like that. Mm. Like a, a wet, moist sponge on your belt. Just. Mm. F- <laughs> Instead of Batman, it'd be Dadman. Dad there man. it is. He's <laughs> <laughs> got hand Sanny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're like a songbird too. So you'd be like Dad Birdman. Oh. Dad Birdman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's no. Bird Dad Man. Bad Man. No, that's no, not right. No, wait, that's bad. That's, that's the opposite right. of what we want. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Thank you guys again for coming in and listening to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. We appreciate you guys for joining us. We have some fun topics we want to talk about. We want to go revisit some things that we had discussed already. And uh, it's that time of year again, talking about vacations and mentalities, because you're going into that summer season. Where oh, like, yeah. We're in it. Yeah. Like we're like in we're it now, We're right? in it. The kids are out of school, and it's mm-hmm. vacay time. Well, not everywhere in the country the kids are out of school. Well, where it matters, they're out of school. <laughs> right. <laughs> My kids are out of school. Legitimately. Down here, the kids are out of school. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, up north, they're still... They're not quite there up north. Yeah, so, they're close, you know. right? They, they, yeah, cut, they get done in, like, August? No. Get done in August? What? Is that no. when they start? That they thing? start back Gross. up in August. Oh, okay. they get done I don't know anything. I don't have children, you guys. I'm just trying to wing it We're trying to build walls between our houses and the children. God, it's so loud at our house. So loud. We have a... Back, our backyards are uh, like a school recess yard, and it's just loud all the time. There's kids screaming 24 hours a day. And both their houses? Oh, yeah. Well, we live next door to each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> <laughs> so it is summertime starting down here. We're kind of in season it down here. It doesn't feel like summertime. No, no it's gross. It we were just talking about that. It's the weather's been, been very awful. cold. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I was like, I opened the front door and I was like, nope. And then the, then the internet went out for me yesterday. So it I went, out, it went out down everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it was not a good It's time. cold. I didn't want to be outside. I had work to do. No. It, like watching TV or something. Like watching TV, like watching that is TV or that is something. That, that's that research. Effort. Research and development. Because <laughs> I'm developing a good sore on my butt from sitting on the couch. Oh, well, I move around a little bit. <laughs> Not a lot of bit. All right. So one of the things that I wanted to bring up to you, Michael, Ooh. was I have discussed how I recently put myself back into a deficit. You have. Mm. Yep, yep. And there is a different mental side to this that I was not expecting. So I went to, when I got really close to where I had wanted to hit my original goal, I was down to 189 and decided I was going to take a break. I had some personal stuff going on. I'm just going to go eat at maintenance. Okay. I felt it difficult to stay at maintenance. Like you were going over? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like, I also felt like, oh, because I already, so in my brain, the click was, oh, I can eat more now. And so I, maybe the problem was I, th- I filled my eat more with like, well, I was getting all my macros at the deficit. That means I can just eat junk now mm-hmm. and I can add in some which donuts. Which is kind of true, or, yeah. Which is kind of true. But the problem with that for me was it wasn't adding in a donut. 
I added in a pack of donuts. Right. It wasn't right. in adding in a single whatever. It was or it wasn't a bowl of ice cream. It was the entire container of ice right. cream. Mm-hmm. And I found myself on days like really going over. And I think I ended up putting on some weight. Um, and so I wanted to put myself back on the deficit, lose that little bit. And once I put myself on the deficit, I felt it was so easy again. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm eating less food in the deficit, yet I feel that I'm, it's easier. You're more satisfied, more Yes, satiated. like I don't feel like hungry throughout the day. Whereas like when I was on my, when I was back at maintenance, I was like, I'm still hungry. I want to eat this. I'm going to eat that. Oh, I can still eat more. I'm going to eat this. Like I've been talking a lot about this phrase of managing expectation, just kind of in life in general. And if I have to self-analyze, and then I'll let you guys jump in here. For so me, that we can analyze you. So mm-hmm. that you can analyze right. me. Yes, that's what, that's what this whole show Absolutely. has been built on, you guys analyzing. I'm ready. I'm me. already loaded up and, and ready to deliver. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, oh, good. Maybe I don't want to let you try it. Um, but the managing of the expectation, I feel like that's a big part of it. Like I feel for me it was I, my expectation changed to I can eat more. And then that's what my brain went go to eat. And now that I'm, like, on the deficit, it's like, all right, well, you're satisfied. You've eaten. Yeah. I think it's definitely hard when, like, especially if you're eating, like, sugary, delicious things, you know? Because, like, yeah, hyperpalatable things. Mm. It's like once you get one, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Your brain just craves more of that, you know? And, and my stomach. And then and you're and body, having that mentality oh, yeah. already in your head where you're like, yeah, I can eat more. Uh-huh. Right? Now you're, like, you almost set yourself up for chaos. Right. You guys are basically missing the force for the cell phone towers, which allows the aliens to attack, which is how complicated the process is. No, what? it's a legit... <laughs> what just happened? That's a legitimate <laughs> phrase. Don't fact check that. Are you high again? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So, well, one, you've made a, a few statements that I'll, I'll definitely touch on. The last one is is your your stomach and your body doesn't crave things. It, it is mental. So, so Chris, you were, you were right on that front. Um, and ha- having those hyper palatable things does kick up those those your, your cravings. Your body doesn't crave like no. sugars or anything. Yeah, what happens when you take in like a, a good carb hit or sugar or whatever? What's the, I the chem- What's the <laughs> see? <laughs> and what's that chemical that hits you in the brain that makes you smile and oh, makes you happy? Mean. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Serotonin yeah. and dopamine are going to kind of put you in that that happy spot, and that comes from the things that you end up taking into your body. Um, when it comes to your your overall mindset of ease of dieting, I think there's a control element that we all tend to crave. So when you put yourself back on some slightly more hard and fast rules, I'm, I'm on a deficit, I'm dialed in. It may not seem like a big impactful thing that you've just said to yourself, but it is. It's, it's regimented and it's a control thing which allows you to feel like you are more in control. So when, you, when you're shooting for okay. maintenance, like I'm just going to go maintenance and, I, and I'm not going to stress about it. Well, one, we're right. You're taking in hyperpalatable things, which does not help you when you're trying to stay right at maintenance. But you're also yeah. looking to just just hit that maintenance. You know, hit right at maintenance. So yeah. every bit of overage makes you feel like you've lost control. Big time. Right. So mm-hmm. in reality, even especially since you're still working out, if you go over two to 300 calories into a surplus, you're still in your happy place because now you're, you're putting your body in a, a positive environment to put on a little bit of muscle, which is still a favorable outcome for you. I, I think, not to cut you off here, Mike, but... In that realm of like, I think what my problem, my biggest problem was, is that we've talked about this before of like when people start quote unquote diets, fad diets and whatnot, and then they don't succeed. They're like, well, screw it. I'll Correct. start it again later. And that's what I found myself where I was eating. I, I mean, I talked about it on the pot. I ate an entire thing of donuts, I yeah. ate an entire thing of cookies. I did. And it was like a once in a here moment here. And then it was like, ah, one time here. And then those times started adding up more. And I was like, I, I'm. This is getting too much. Like, because I found myself saying, "Well, I'll just do it better tomorrow." I know I had to do it tomorrow, and tomorrow just didn't come. It didn't right. come. So I was like, "All right, I have to put myself back in an overall deficit." And then, to be honest, it only took a couple of weeks to lose what I yeah. gained in a couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm actually, as a non-intentional experiment, I'm actually kind of thrilled with that because that means I can like kind of just let loose for like a couple weeks and then I know how to bring it back in a couple weeks. So, so we, like, we can call that vacation mode. I can is, switch is essentially that, what that which, is. Yeah, I think that, and that's something I think we had talked about before. Yeah, that that's, to, that's the ideal spot to be in is where you're in a, a happy place. You get to go on vacation, just enjoy yourself. That doesn't mean you necessarily need to be a fucking glutton all vacation, but enjoy yourself. Don't overthink it. And then you come back 
and then just take that two to three pounds that you happily gained off, but you're still in such a good place that that's not going to impact you that negatively. I also noticed those two, three pounds physically, which I didn't, I, I, well, you've said this before and I'm like, I, I would have never noticed two, three pounds, but that's because I was so huge before. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but now that I've lost all this weight, I did notice like my biceps started to blur a little bit more. My stomach, I'm not that I have abs or anything, but yeah, the I little shape. Oh, I, know, I know what you're I know saying. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. But that I is also a good amount of water retention, too. I hair squishier, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, squishier. I was doing really good. I was like, all right, so de- back on my deficit. And then for me, what also I really liked about being, what I like about being on the deficit is you make better choices, don't you? I do, but not only that, like when I do quote unquote screw up and go to the donut shop with my kids, I don't call that a screw up. I do it all the time. We that's what <laughs> it's an awesome experience. It is. But the you know the next day you're back on the deficit anyways. Yeah, but I don't even really have you have that window. That's yeah. what I was gonna yeah. say. Right. I don't even hit maintenance then. Right. Because I'm at like a six hundred, six, seven hundred calorie deficit that I'm eating at now. Yeah, it's basically like eating with a safety window. Yes. Works. And yeah. when you're trying to eat at that lower calorie count, you're probably prioritizing protein more. Yes. Right. So like yeah. now you're just generally more satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. So the the, the better way to think about cutting maintenance and bulking or surplus, rather, if we're just looking at calories, we'll talk about deficit, maintenance, and surplus. It's all a window as far as that goes. You know what I mean? There's there's this certain amount over and or under that you are not really going to put on body fat and you're not really going to to lose weight. So you have to kind of get into that magic zone. So usually a deficit requires a little bit more of a deficit than you would necessarily think because you're unlikely to lose much weight, if any, at at just a 100-calorie deficit on a regular basis. And you're not really going to gain any body fat at 100-calorie surplus. So looking at where your maintenance is, you can't just look at at the deficit as something that, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to kind of hit here, but I'm okay if I go a little closer to maintenance because if you and then flip-flop that, and then you only have your maintenance as a hard cap. If you flip-flop that accurately, then there is also your surplus, where if you go above that, all right, I'm probably going to gain a little fat here. But if I just go a little bit above maintenance within my surplus, I'm still actually good here. So it gives you that flexibility to not feel like your maintenance was this hard cap that, oh, shit, I've gone over, I've failed for the day, I'll just start again tomorrow. Yeah, I think people struggle with that they because do. it does feel like a really... It's a hard number. And honestly, you I mean, it's mostly a guess. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know your exact yeah. perfect yeah. number. You don't. You, you'd have to literally eat the same thing every day, keep up the same activity every day, and have that really dialed into absolutely know if that's your maintenance calories. That and sounds awful. Absolutely it does. <laughs> but even that blurred line to go, and what are you saying about like that 100 over, and there's that little bit of a blurred line. I think the for me, the the big difference was, okay, like, because I didn't beat myself up if I was 100 over, because I was like, ah, what's 100 calories? And you were right. at a significant but it was like, cut, so you have a big window. Yeah. Right? True. And like, even if I use that 100, that 100 to 200, like, I have, any, I have almost a 1,000 calorie gap in there right. between where my cut is to where that 200 surplus yeah. over maintenance, uh-huh. there's almost 1,000 calories. Correct. That's that amazing. But if, we're, if yeah. you're just focusing on, on maintenance, those 1,000 calories kind of goes away because you're so focused on, on maintenance. And the 100 and calories I just threw out was an inconsequential number because usually when you put somebody on a deficit, we're shooting for about that pound of fat loss per yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, so you're yeah, looking yeah. at 500 calories in a, in a uh in a deficit, and or 500 calories in a surplus to really start the, the muscle gain process. So if you were to eat 3,000 calories a day and you're working out you know, three or four times a week with, with decently high volume, you're going to probably put her on around, depending on your metabolism and your genetics, about two-thirds of that will be muscle gain and about one-third of that will be fat. That's, those are the best numbers I've, I've heard stated, which is still okay because then if you put on you know, five, five pounds of, of weight for the week, and then roughly three to three and a half of that is muscle, and one and a half to two of that is, is fat, you know you can lose that fat in a week or two, but that yeah. muscle stays at that point, which is the, the premise between cutting and bulking. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that all mathematically makes sense. What I was going to say, though, with the issue that I was having, like there's that blurred line, is I would get there, and even if you don't think it's a hard cap, I mean, I guess that is still thinking that it's a hard cap. Mm-hmm. Like, I was getting in that mentality where I was like, well, I'm over. Well, whatever. I'm just going to... I'm gonna crush being over today, and I'll right. just I'll I'll get back on the horse tomorrow. And it was that getting back on the horse tomorrow is, that was creating this issue. And I realized having all this extra knowledge that I have now from this last year and yeah. a half almost of well, yeah year and a half of doing this now is I've 
realize that I, the, the pattern that I'm falling into and where I'm going and know enough to be like, okay, I'm going to break out of this because I don't want to repeat the steps that I did. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to put myself, that's why I put myself back on a deficit and I lost that weight again and I'm back at, I'm like, and I'm eating good and I feel good. Um, so all of that nutritional stuff has helped like get me back here. But the one thing that I want to, this is the reason I even brought this up is because if you're listening, I completely understand that mentality of being like, well, I fucked up today. I'm just going to eat everything. For sure. I did that like the last two days. Yeah. And you're <laughs> Do just, it all the time. yeah, but don't let that like allow yourself those moments. I think I've talked about this phrase before um, that I learned. My one teacher in high school said it was everything in excess is bad, including moderation. Mm-hmm. Occasionally let yourself go nuts. Mm-hmm. Right. Eat. But that, that only works if you have a plan surrounding that, that yes. excess. So if you've just given yourself the, the, well, I mean, you can give yourself the right to do anything you want. But if you yeah. have goals to get to a healthier, leaner body mass, and you've decided to just, ah, I'm just going to let myself go, but you have no plan surrounding that, you're already setting yourself up for failure. And I think you've, you've kind of nailed it with uh, at least the principle between going from a cut to maintenance and or to surplus. Like the diet doesn't change. The bulk of your diet should still be the whole nutrient-dense foods, and you still get to enjoy the, the treats on the side. But if you just right off the bat opt to fill in all those excess calories with, with junk or, or hyperpalatable foods, you're going to have more of a difficult time staying on track. Yeah. And it's not really going to add much more to you just feeling better in general. You need the, the whole nutrient-dense foods. As your metabolism starts to ramp back up from the dieting, um, your hunger signals will will you know pick back up as well, and you you now get to eat more. It just still needs to be the good food, the good foundation that you just established for yourself over the course of this last year and a half. And fruit, 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 fruit. fruit add libido, fruit, I say fruit. for fruit. Like if I'm having trouble with cravings, I'll do a protein shake and I'll have like a pound of fruit. If that still didn't satisfy it, then I'll go out and eat whatever the fucking thing was that that it stuck in my brain. It doesn't <laughs> feel like that should matter. Like, I know fruit's good, and I, and I enjoy fruit, but there are definitely times where, like, so for me, the fruit works if I do it before the craving, before I really have cravings. If That's I'm smart. just, like, eating, and I'm like, because that keeps me from having, if I have cravings, it's over. Fruit's not going to cut it. Yeah. You tried that? What's that? You tried the what I just said, protein shake and no, I didn't do the pro. So well, the, that's what. So that's a meal for me in general. Kind, I'm on yeah. the road all the time. So right if now. you're yeah. craving shit and you take a 150 gram uh, calorie protein shake and have you know eight to 16 ounces of fruit, that's that's my hack. So if I'm trying to stay on track, I will do protein shake and some fruit, and I'll give myself. Now you have to set a, a time cap. I will give myself 15 minutes, and then if I still want that food that I'm I'm shooting for. Then that really means I want it. What's cool? If about I don't want fruit, it by that point, it means that I was just having the craving that I've just now stomped out. What's cool about fruit is that it's sweet, uh-huh. and you don't. Mike probably can binge on it, but you really—it's hard to binge on fruit, right? Like it's like how many fucking bananas can I eat? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I can eat a whole fucking pack of Oreos easy, easily, right? Yep. But like, yeah, if I'm trying to not do that and, and I start eating fruit instead. I get satisfied by fruit faster oh just because God, it's yeah. like... It's more filling. It has fiber. It's more filling. It has fiber, yeah. and it feels ridiculous to eat. It takes a little longer to <laughs> eat, too, fruit. which is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also getting fluid. We're getting water. You, with you the, get about with 20% fruit. of your, your water intake from the food you eat in general. Well, yeah. I, I, And it's more so from fruit. Fruit Correct. is so much more mm-hmm. water-based. Um, so I, what you're saying, what you use is your hack... I use that as a meal, right? And that is my that exactly a protein shake because I'll stop at like Publix on the on yeah. the road, grab one of the fruit salad bowls and a protein shake. Yeah. The problem is if I'm craving something, if I'm already at the at the point of craving, and then I do that, and I still have that craving, now I'm beating myself up because I just added 500 calories, mm-hmm. and now I'm like. I'm down these 500 calories and I still want this other thing that's five to 800 mm-hmm. calories. And now I'm beating myself up mentally because I'm like, now I'm super over. I've on had, I have that well, same, you, I have you that said same you haven't break. tried what, I, what I've just brought up. 
for the hack. So no, even if I, you're having the craving, you you then yes, it is a meal. Well, he did. Like, he just tried that. I he well, yeah, do that all the time. That, he hasn't tried that. I haven't. When I, once I'm in the craving mode, I haven't tried. That's my just point. being like mm. in that mode, being like, all right, let me do this instead and see if it still exists. Right. I have not because, because I'm like that's 500 calories that I'm still gonna want this thing and I don't want to overload. That's and also then be my gripe with it a little bit is that I don't have as many calories as you guys. Right. Yeah. So if I blow 500 calories and I still want the thing, now I'm real fucked. All right. yeah. I'd, be very, I'd be very impressed if you guys ended up doing a 150 gram calorie protein shake. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So your, your snack with this protein shake and fruit is probably closer to maybe 300 calories. Mm-hmm. And then if you are still even craving that, that thing that you were craving before, you're not going to have as much of it. Mm-hmm. So now you just have a little bit of that if it's really, really still in your brain. But if you listen to your hunger signals at that point, you'd be like, oh shit, I really don't, Mike, one, I really don't need this. What is your hack on always having fresh fruit? Like my gripe with fruit is that it goes bad so fast. That's why I buy the fruit salads. It's more expensive, I understand, and I realize that a lot of the stuff that we talk about is expensive. Yeah. And but we don't eat as much of it. I I don't feel like I'm spending way more money than I was spending on food. I feel like I'm actually spending a little less because I eat less. Yeah. In general, so I'm and I'm eating I'm down to, I do eat two meals a day. I don't eat three. I eat two meals and a snack every day. That's basically my my everyday. That's that's roughly what I do. Yeah. And my first meal like I try to go as long... This is what I've started doing. Tear it apart. Tell me I'm doing great. Whatever. <laughs> this is what I, has been working for me, and I'm going to stick with it, because when I wake up, I used to be like, immediately I have to eat, because there was this idea that was put in my brain since I've been a child, that you have to eat immediately to kickstart your metabolism, yeah. and you have to eat right away, and breakfast food is delicious, and I love breakfast food. I do food. love breakfast food. Yeah, love I it. I do too, yeah. And that you, you got to eat immediately to kickstart your metabolism and break that fast. That's why you got to eat. I've stopped doing that. I also don't eat breakfast. I still eat breakfast foods, but yeah. that becomes my brunch slash lunch. There you go. Yeah. And I'll go as long as I can. Sometimes I don't eat till 2 o'clock because I just was busy. Like I got up, started doing stuff, and was like, oh, crap, I need to eat. And I wasn't really hungry. Mm-hmm. And then so I, I try to listen to my hunger cues in the morning of when I actually get hungry. Because there's times that I'll... And part of the reason I don't eat till two is because, like, at midnight, I was like, I'm hungry and I'm still awake because I'm working. I'm right there with you. And I I'll don't eat, eat like two protein bars or I eat a protein bar. And then I'm like, well, that's probably my breakfast. And so, <laughs> and that's how I look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I don't eat the next day until I'm hungry. Yep. And sometimes it's at nine in the morning. I also find sometimes that I'm more productive in the morning before I eat. Same. Isn't yeah. that weird? It's the same thing for getting my movement out of the way in the morning. Me too. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm going to like hit the gym and I'm going to hit the gym hard, I might have to have something. I'll like do a protein small, shake with my coffee Like a or protein something like shake that, yeah. or even a Rice Krispie treat or something because yeah. otherwise I'll get kind of lightheaded in the gym. Yeah. But That's generally, funny. I'm way more productive in the morning. It's like as soon as I eat food, I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to <laughs> do stuff. That's kind of life. In general, most people, there's, I know there's a lot of, I would love to have somebody come in and talk to us about sleep studies and like somebody who's like done all that stuff because I've read just little bits of like pieces mm-hmm. and that's like people, if you go to sleep, like people that live basically the lifestyle of a bar or mm-hmm. that, cause I still live that lifestyle. I'm a musician doing as I've said a million times. So living that late night lifestyle, which I'm, I'm a night owl. Like I don't wake up until after 10 PM. Mm-hmm. In fact, I went on this like. He means 10 a.m. Roger fine. that. Go ahead. No, I'm you don't saying, wake up until after 10 p.m. You don't p.m. come no. alive till after 10 I'm p.m. I'm saying oh, 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 I right. get okay. yeah all right yeah yeah like I I'm like you hey, sounded crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. a vampire. I mean I mean like I'll be like eh, kind of going through the motions through the day and then 10 p.m. hits and I'm like all right cool I'm ready let's get go what do you got to do let's go do something yeah. I'm ready to roll like now and I my I'm buddy was like laughing that. at me. What's that? You're not like that? Uh-oh. I have to stay up late because it's like my life that I live, but right. I don't have like energy at night or anything. I, I'm always like, like literally at 10, I have, I have to force myself to not be like that because I have kids that are not like that. Well, yes, they wake children. up at the ass crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to force myself to go to sleep. But even early for me to go to sleep is like midnight, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to sleep two, three, four o'clock in the morning, like on the regular. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, like I said, at 10 p.m., I'm like, OK, let me start doing stuff. And I start doing work on the computer. I start writing songs. I start. That's when I wanted to lift it. Yeah. I was lifting like that for a long time when I started. Right. You got you to listen to your, your body telling you to do those things. And that's fine. Like if that's your regular, your circadian rhythm is, is locked into that. And yeah. that's fine. So I've had to try to adjust it. But 
um, completely forget where I was going with this whole conversation. I got now. you, boo. One, we're going to talk about the fruit thing real quick, and I'll come right back to All where you All right, you, you got were. it. Go. You so go. Go. My thing for fruit is yeah. I buy fruit that lasts a little bit longer. So my, my typical staple in the house is going to be um, apples, which I'm on the cosmic apples right now. Ooh. Absolutely delicious. Okay. Uh, bananas. <laughs> And oranges. So okay. those will all mostly last a while. Bananas go a little bit faster. And I like to core the apples, and I'm either dipping in peanut butter or caramel sauce. So getting just caramel sauce is just kind of sugar, basically. So I'll use that as – and I don't dip anything heavily. So yeah. it's just, a, just enough for the taste, and it's generally going to be post-workout. That would be dope with your peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's generally post-workout where your body is a little more insulin sensitive. So those, those calories you're taking in are going kind of to the right place as far mm-hmm. as that goes. Um, and apples, you know, last forever as well. But apples I do, do also will time, buy, yeah. like, I like the sliced pineapple uh, on hand. And I'll go through, like, a whole thing of that in a shot. In a shot. In a shot. I like grapes. Grapes are a big one for me. I like me. grapes, oh, too. I do like grapes. I, I start buying of, grapes more often. I get a lot of grapes. The kids like grapes, and so we get a lot of grapes. And I don't eat, like, a bowl, a big old bowl oh, of same. And I, I started doing that for road trips because I'd find any time I was on a road trip and we're two, two to four hours-ish, I just wanted shit. I just yeah. wanted snacks. I'm picking up gummies. I'm getting chocolate. <laughs> I'm getting whatever. So I, I'd have like a stash of fruit on the seat next to me, and I'll just eat the fuck out of it. Mm. I have a protein shake, She's and I'll have fruit. the girl sitting yeah, next to me, right? She just passes it up to me. Chiquita, 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 banana. <laughs> All right. Okay. Heard. I just, I, I feel like that was a good thing to bring up because I do struggle. I mean, bananas are my favorite, and they do... Don't they don't? So you just buy the more banana often. window. Fucking bananas, you know so they're perfect for like three days, maybe. I got a like banana right thing when I want to eat. When we talk about yeah. what we're going to talk about for your, the Christmas oh, food thing, good I have idea. a thing. I got, okay, I got okay, a thing okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. That's a great yeah. idea because I have a feeling I have a lot of what you're going to talk about already. Yeah. Already. <laughs> 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 Fair. Um, so what were you saying? What I was, what was okay. like, you said you were going to come back to what I was saying. So what yeah, was I totally saying? Totally you totally forgot about it. You totally forgot about it. No, I'm kidding. I got you. I've got you mostly. We're going to get on track. We'll see if it, it pops back out. So, I mean, you were, you were kind of talking about not being hungry in the morning and, and eating, twice eating a day. when you eat and eating oh, twice yeah, a day. That's what I was, yeah, and so, I mean, I, I mostly will do that as well. But that whole kickstarting the metabolism thing is something that's been perpetuated for yes. so long. But the fact is, and there was a song written about this exact thing. Okay? Did I write it? The, no, not yet. Did no. I write it? <laughs> it's, it's, we didn't start the fire. It was already burning since the world was turning. That That's about metabolisms. <laughs> so, you know, write, write that down. <laughs> so your metabolism's always going, you know? It doesn't get kickstarted by food. <laughs> I think it's so interesting that some people wake up, like Aaron wakes up hungry and I feel bad because he's like, are you hungry yet? And I'm like, no man, just eat something. <laughs> your, you know, your your dietary needs are not tied to mine. Yeah, did and you know it makes actually most bad. songs are written about fitness and weightlifting in general? Oh yeah. What yeah. else, wow. Michael? John Mayer. Gravity. Oh. It's working against me, uh-huh. and that's about squatting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So the bar is mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. working against you, in the the gravity. That makes sense, Mike. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. And Beyonce, mm-hmm. everything you own in a box to the left. Uh huh. Like you're walking down the street, and the CrossFit box is to your left. Oh. <laughs> like avoid that one, but it's fine. It's still avoid about fitness. That one. Cool. Yeah, I see that, Mike. I can see um, that. Well, you're welcome. Hmm. I learned something new today. Now every song I hear forever. That's will be ruined. Ruined. <laughs> How does this tie into fitness? Uh, <laughs> just ruined. Hit me with uh, your best shot on what's out. I'm just gonna start naming songs. It's about baseball. Baseball. It's about baseball. And that's fitness. And boxing and, and MMA. Boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one of those all inclusive songs. <laughs> really? You have to ask me that one? That was a softball right there. Ooh, softball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So ay. <laughs> ay. Um, yeah, bringing back to what I was saying about the, the, the two meals a day thing for me, that's how I've been able to limit also the amount of calories that I've intake with the, the, the two. It's really worked for me. And that's a very common way to do it. And this is, but again, there's extremes on. Every, I mean, some people still, just eat one big ass meal a day. I don't know how they do that. That's what I was about to go with, but but they don't. I've seen so many of these OMAD things and in, intermittent fasting things. Cause I, I was doing intermittent fasting before it got popular, when Martin Burkhead had made it popular. Mm-hmm. Then it came back around, and now everybody's fucking it up for the most part. <laughs> so it, I've been in those Facebook groups, which I was taught to go into for, quote-unquote, group hacking to find clients, which I hated doing it that way, so I stopped doing it. But you find people in there that are so set on this lifestyle, and, and the people who started these pages are eventually just waiting to put out a product like Lumen. I got kicked out of that group because I really hammered him for that. Um, go off, Mike. <laughs> 
But people are doing OMAD and pretending like they're just super happy, and you, they'll show picture after picture after picture over the last few years, and they haven't changed, but they're quote-unquote so happy. You're not. You're putting your best foot forward. You spent three years on, on OMAD and changed nothing. What's OMAD? OMAD one is meal one day. meal a day. So the problem with OMAD is that people can't do it. Is that I, I could do name, it. name, OMAD? That's an awful name. It's that's, an acronym. It's problem. an acronym. One, one meal, meal a day. day. I know. That's terrible. I don't All right. It. Well, it's okay. There's uh, also I'm Gomad. Sad. <gasps> Ooh, I'm sad is better. Remember what? Gomad? No, that's snack. That's oh, a gallon of yeah. milk a day. <laughs> Gomad. Yeah. That's a starting strength thing for like what? little, for little, it you is. know, the skinny kids, like real skinny kids, and they're trying to, just to put muscle put on. Put on weight. You're saying a gallon of whole milk a day. A gallon and again, of milk a day. Ripito is phenomenal when it comes to um, technique, to technique, to lifts, to increasing strength. His nutrition info is garbage. I could do a. A gallon of the carb master chocolate milk a day. Are you probably. trying to gain weight? No, but I probably could do it a day. You could that definitely And, and do honestly, it. the macros yeah. on that are going to be pretty favorable. Yeah, right, You're going to be spray yeah. painting a toilet. Bad. But yeah. other than that, yeah. it's fine. Just no, because there's no lactose in, in the carb master. It's still a lot, a lot of, milk. of milk. You're going to just be like an upside down poop aerosol can. And, just <laughs> and it's chocolate milk. So <laughs> Challenge accepted. So oh, no. my, my point doing is it. most people cannot give themselves everything their body needs to be healthy in one meal. They just can't do it. Yeah, because I don't they know, don't man. have that kind of appetite. And I that feel kind like of, the problem with that size. for me is that I wouldn't be able to finish this meal. It would have Correct. to be a very big meal. I wouldn't be able to finish it in one sitting. And you're gonna feel and defeated then, on all aspects. And then I'll feel like I didn't eat it all. And then I'm gonna be <laughs> hungry later. And then it's like, what am I gonna eat? Correct. Now I don't get to eat because I didn't finish the one meal. I don't know, man. I don't know how people do it. And see, that's that's the problem with having it so strict and regimented. You have to figure out everything your body needs first, and then decide on however few meals you can get that accomplished in. And I like that mentality because now you get to eat larger, more satisfying meals, which is yeah. why I've always liked the, the two meal scenario because I can have a large meal for my first meal. And that tends to be my largest meal usually. And I'll flip flop that depending on the day. And then I'll have a, what I call a, a, a protein bridge between meals, <laughs> protein which, bridge. <laughs> which is my snack, which will often be a protein shake or I'll make a, a you know, another breakfast sandwich or I'll have a couple of the little, um, that's a meal, by the way. A breakfast sandwich is a meal. Oh, hell yeah. That's, okay. that's usually my breakfast, so I sort of flip up that. But, so my protein bridge is usually like I'll have Quest chips, and I'll have a couple of the, uh, the high-protein yogurts. Those are the worst. I those love Quest them. chips. I can't believe you eat those things. They're oh, so gross. All right, tough guy. <laughs> They're so good. I love all – in fact, I have a whole bunch of Quest bars. That's what I survive on, the bars. But those chips are so awful. I do those, the wild chips. Those are good. The wild chips are good, the, but the also so chips. are the Quest chips. No. Also so are the Quest cheese crackers. Those yeah, are bomb. I haven't got any of those. Oh, they are delicious, those. though. Those are bomb. Yeah, you wouldn't like them because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> I'll bring you some so you can think they're gross. Um. Anyway, so my protein Have you bridge, tried the Quest pizzas yet? I haven't done that. Oh, have my God. Yeah, I'll just sit over not, here and shut up, I guess. They're not really worth the calorie to... Which ones? The Quest pizzas. No, they're really They're not really... You can't make crust out of chicken. No, it's not a chicken crust. Wait, which think. ones did that? That was one, but it's not the Quest. I don't remember. Real good foods. Real good foods. That's yeah. right. That's uh -huh. gross. Sorry. That's Continue. so gross. Go ahead. Whatever. Michael. With your nasty chips. What <laughs> else? What other protein bridge <laughs> options do you have? Tell us more about your protein bridges. Well, all those protein bridges are in the same meal usually. <laughs> So, you so just I'll have, have like a 50 to 70 gram hit of protein in, in the mix. I do that's that too. It's kind of like a snack. I actually do it at night. Yeah. So because I'm snacky at night, I'm just snacking at night, guys. That's just me. I've just accepted that. I'm going to be sitting on the couch. I'm going to be watching TV and I'm going to want to eat snacks. Yeah. It, what it. I try and do for that is I'll do like a, a Quest Hero Bar and a diet soda at that point to try and mitigate so, the whole So yeah, so that's when I'm, when I'm eating Quest chips or Quest cheesy yeah. crackers yep. or a protein shake or something. But you're yeah. supplementing. Can that be healthy for you, Chrissy? You know what, Michael? I don't give a fuck. You mean the answer is yes. Oh. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> what has been a bonus to me too also that I've like, I was supporting you. Sorry. <laughs> with the two uh be the two meal thing is that's called Tomad. To <laughs> better name. Um, so <laughs> when I'm doing the two meals, the one thing that I like that has happened to me numerous times is because they're bigger meals in general is if I don't finish the meal, I already have it all tracked. So like, I'm like, Oh, this is too much for right now. And I'll put it away. And then I'm like, free meal. And then I'm like, <laughs> that I is always kind of satisfying. Whenever. That's called second like, breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you can eat 11 it and add it in. <laughs> you've already, you're already accounted for it for your yeah. day. So it's like free food. I've had that happen sometimes by accident where I forgot that I put mm -hmm. it away. And I was like, the end of the day, I'm like, I'm still kind of hungry. I want something, but I don't really. <gasps> 
This is free f- calories. Yay. <laughs> There's nothing like free calories. There's just some, you, you know, like, that. right? Like free calories doesn't really exist, but like if you right. kind of cheat yourself out of part of a meal and then you find it later, it really feels free. Yeah. Also, it depends on the serving size. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just one chip at a time. Completely free. Yeah. Completely free. That's how I eat a 3,000 calorie cinnamon bun, you know, with zero calories. <laughs> one tiny bite. I'll take 3,000 servings, please. Thousand. <laughs> So, all right. We talked about all that stuff. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on, Mike, about... Oh, you wanted to say about the vacationing thing, right? Did we go over what you wanted I mean, to talk it, about it was, vacationing? Yes. Yeah, basically. It's, it's giving yourself the, the freedom to enjoy a vacation. But again... None of this really applies. The, the mentality to go into and come out of a vacation or a weekend with family and friends or a party or birthday, like whatever comes up, the, the, you only win... If on either side of that hangout scenario, you have a plan. So it's, it's, it's okay to enact that plan. No matter how far along you are in your fitness journey, you could have just started. But if you've started your plan and something comes up, go enjoy that plan. Then on the opposite side of that, know that you're still getting yourself back on track. So every holiday or vacation or birthday that comes up in, in, within that, that fitness journey becomes more and more and more of a success because you have the plan outside of that and you're still moving towards your goals. And you said something before we started recording. Um, Probably, yeah. That <laughs> you said something that I think goes along with this really well, that even after you said it, Chrissy was like, oh, people don't really think about that, mm-hmm. is the view of it. It's not a day-by-day view. It's not every right. time to look at it day-by-day. Day. Right. We do, and I think people think like, okay, I ate you know, 5,000 calories today. Now I have to somehow eat negative you know, <laughs> 3,500 calories the next day right. or whatever, and it doesn't really need to be that way. No, no. It, it's better to think in, in weekly averages. And the, the larger you can make that average, like if we were able to think about a an, an yearly average, you'd be even happier, but that's harder to track at yeah, that point. Yeah, what did you say yeah, earlier you did today? Say that's what I was going to say. Say that thing again. Yeah, about the year. Oh, based, well, we were talking about the surplus and gaining muscle at that point. But I mean, I guess it still applies. If, if 250 days out of the year you're in a calorie deficit, then... And, and 115 days out of the year, you're in somewhat of a surplus. You've still won the year at that point. So it's really just about what you do the most consistently. And that's going to be with, with any program. Yeah, over dieting, a long period of time, bulking, yeah. maintenance, whatever the case may be. If you spend more of the year working towards that goal than you do working against it, you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. And so it, it, fast for the body and efficient for the body, no matter what the changes you're trying to make, needs to be thought of in weeks, months, and years. Like some of the most successful, you know, lifters and, and lifelong healthy. I'm not talking about bodybuilders even at this point. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've been lifting for the better part of 20 years. And it's, it's the people who have gotten on this journey. It's not a quick fix. It's not, oh, I'm going to diet down until I get on the right spot. And then I'm just going to stop this thing that is creating healthier, happier humans for the, the extent of their lives. Like you will be healthy, happier, more energetic, more um, uh, defensible against injuries, less injury prone, uh, et, et cetera, et cetera. And if you are lifting throughout the course of your lifetime, like that is what creates healthier humans, period. So this fitness journey should not be looked at as just this quick fix. It's what can I do for the rest of my life that still allows me to live my life? It's the fountain of youth. It, it really is. You're going to rewind the clock with lifting weights. I mean, look at, put, put two people that, I've seen the pictures online of, you know, these 70-year-old women that are next to each other. One has been lifting forever, and one is now in a wheelchair or, and mm-hmm. or a walker, and they aged very, very differently. Your, your skin tone, your, your, the, the vibrancy of your skin. But that's just genetics. The way you move around. That's <laughs> just good genetics. Genetics plays a role, it but we can cool do a to lot see, like, to a, dig towards that. a set that. of twins. You know, one that has lifted their whole life and, like, one that hasn't. Like, I think that would just make me sad to see. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're 100% yeah. right. It would be fascinating. I mean, again, I'm going to use myself as an example. I've noticed a difference, and not even specifically for me. I've gotten so many compliments that people are like, you look so much younger. Yeah, it All makes the time. a difference. Mm-hmm. All yeah. the time. And I'm like, I mean, I, cool. I sometimes look back at some posts I see of, of people I went to high school with or, or just other people who are are in their 40s and or, or I'm sorry 30s or 40s that look like they're in their 50s yeah. and it's not taking care of yourself and that makes a difference and I'm not saying you have to be single digit body fat percentage you have to look like an athlete I'm I mean, not being that. single digit body fat percentage is impossible it's so hard to maintain 
you know, it's not you call know, it impossible, but it is, it is difficult not, to maintain. And I don't necessarily think that it's healthy either. No, but the vast you know? majority of people do because yeah. they're looking well, at social, social media, media posts and there's almost too much information for people these days. It is. In social media, you're really seeing like people who are like elite all the time yeah. and they're living, you know, they're... And they're not even elite all the time, but that's what they're posting. Right, right. Is what when you they were, see is the... Well, is there the, are plenty that are elite all the time, but... They're on shit. Yeah. And yeah. again, posting like they're not on shit. Yeah. And I'm not even putting them down for being on shit. It's, it's, <laughs> Say <pretend> it again. <laughs> it's pretending that the shit is, is all natural and that your programs will then make everybody else look exactly like you. And it's just not, it's not feasible. You're not going to be jacked um, and, and single digit body fat percentage. You don't need to be single digit body fat to be round. getting the, the um, positive changes from no, lifting you know no. i mean like, we, we all want that we all want to be a little bit leaner but it's it's again managing those expectations yeah. like you can have the outline of a six-pack for the most part and and be pretty healthy and and maintain that you know mm-hmm. if you want veins on your abs and a hard cut out six-pack year round you might be overreaching you're gonna hate your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean you, you do have to give up things like that or yeah. you go on gear at that point you know you get on trt or anabolic steroids and again we're going to dig into a whole different subject at that point but if it's so important to you to to do that then by all means go go do your thing it i think it's kind of saddens me to see People in their their teens, twenties, and thirties that have gone heavily into the the anabolic and TRT realm because, I, and a, a part of me gets it. Like you're looking to dig heavily into that that get rich quick lifestyle, get on the cover of magazines, sell programs, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. early on in life, and the the market is there for it. Yeah. But what are you doing to your health long term? Right there, you're shutting off your natural testosterone production during the years when it's, it's already yeah, maximizing. It's be you so could high. you could do amazing things with it. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's what that's what marketing does. It's almost hard to fully blame them for maximizing on that. I can only blame people when they maximize on that with that kind of hormonal help and pretend that they're doing it naturally yeah. when they sell products to other people. That just enrages me. But that's not why we're here. We're here to help you guys get to a better place in life and succeed in your goals that don't necessarily mean you have to be shredded and chiseled. One and hundo, which so is short I, for 100%. Hundo P, Michael. Hundo hun- P. Hundo P is what I meant. I can only hundo talk from P. personal experience, but I am super grateful for the path that I've taken and to where I'm at today. I still, I was walking... I was walking to, I don't know, to pick up my kid or something, and I walked past a, a, a glass window, and I just saw a reflection of myself. Oh, no, I was going to pick up food. Oh, from Kava. I tried oh, Kava. Kava. So, good. so good. Shout and, out but, to Kava. Yeah, it was, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. I do miss Zoe's. Nah, I don't. Sorry, Zoe's. <gasps> I never liked Zoe's. I'm so sorry. Oh, awful. So anyway, um, we'll talk about that off camera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a fist fight later. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, I will officiate. <laughs> so... But I was walking by and saw a reflection in myself. And I looked and I was like, I did a double take. Because I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. It's still like, yeah. I'm just so grateful for where it's come. And it's doable. If you're listening to this for the first time, everything we talk about, we try to make it fun. We try to give as much good information. But the information is legitly good. Because it's not over the top. Everything is so extreme in our lives right yeah. now. You don't have to be so extreme. We're, we're not selling anything sexy. Small adaptations, ma- yeah. small changes make large adaptations in your life. Mm-hmm. It is dramatic how much of a difference. And then once you have this one thing down, it's like when you're trying to teach my kids. I don't teach them the whole thing at one time. Yeah. I teach them Nobody this little learns piece. like that. And then yeah. like, cool, I, I understand how to do this. All right, well, now let's do that and do this. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. And you step it up. To we're get we're to very where you much in a like everything is now society. I mean, yes. like we've right. got fucking camera phones. We everything is just right now all the time. So it's hard to try to commit to something where the results take a long time. You know, it, it's just we're just so used to that immediate satisfaction. Absolutely, we and are. So we are. It, this it's, it's it establishing a lifestyle should be the focus. And honestly, we've we've talked about it before. Like getting something right now that's big you could download the knowledge for whatever you got you're not going to appreciate it mm-hmm. you're really not it's the things that we build that we have we have put that control into that discipline into and nobody wants to hear that this is this is literally about not being in the same place you're in right now a year from now mm-hmm. because yes. i've talked to people about that and i feel bad for them i've i've had people that weren't ready to be coached and i'll still see social media posts of them or them doing their thing and i'll be like i you know, I, I really wish that they had dug in, whether it was with me or not. Yeah. It's sad to see people 
knowing that they want to change. I mean, in that's the everything. Same just think about like going year. to college. Okay, it's four years of commitment that you make that you have to show up to your classes for four years, and at the end you get a diploma. Right? It takes four years, and there's no way to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're cool with that because that's how that works. It's like, and you need to look at a long-term thing. It's not even going to take you four years. You know, you adapt, you get results probably in a year. You're going to see results in less than a year, you, you know? you see results in a couple weeks. And yeah, then, you'll start to see results then, quickly. And then you change and you adapt and you just keep doing all those things that you've learned. And you're right. It's way more satisfying that you worked hard to get there. And you don't want to lose it because you worked hard right. to get there. A year from now on your path, you're not going to look back and be like, damn, I wish that didn't take a full year. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? We, don't, we as humans don't really think like that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you're where you want to be, it doesn't matter how long it took you prior to that. It doesn't matter the blood, sweat, and tears. You're not looking back and they're like, fuck, I wish I didn't do that. Because you're there now. Mm-hmm. That your present moment is a, is a happy place. You did work to get there. You are there. You're not looking back like, fuck, you know, all that time I could have saved not getting me where I'm at today. Oh, wait. No, no, I wouldn't be here if I didn't do that. Yep. So it's, it's starting now and doing the little, like you said, small, consistent, repeatable steps that build on themselves now. There it, is no better time than to start now. It's amazing. I didn't think that when I started. I and know, yeah. I know. You paid me to think like that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so even now, and a little, again, behind the curtain, is like, Mike, you're not setting up my workouts and stuff now. It is harder without a, a fitness coach doing those things. Because mm-hmm. now that I'm trying to set things up on myself, and like, it is harder and it is different. I could not have done it starting that way. Yeah, I, I only stopped because I was waiting for you to say something about it. I'm just, hold on. Well, but I'm saying, but I, because I was also like, there yeah. weren't any more workouts in the thing. And I was like, okay, I, I should know enough now. And it is harder now. It is harder. And, but, but you're doing it because you have the knowledge to do it. But I'm continuing to be able to do right. workouts and do things. I'm like, I know how to do, I, I want to start putting together, that's a whole other episode. We're gonna, we talk about building a plan and doing yeah. workouts because I feel like that's really important information. And that's a stage where, like, I want to be at that I can build my own program on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. I know enough right. little things, but I don't understand why you did this with this or why you did this with yeah, this. Yeah, and I, that's a conversation so, we, we need to have and sit down. Yes. Because, you're, I mean, your training officially ended, what, months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. regardless, the, the program I ended you on is my favorite program to be on for long term. Now, the exercises can change and things like that, but it's, it's the rep ranges and the, the flop from one week to the next that is – my favorite long-term way of training. Yeah, so we'll do, we'll do yeah, an we episode do about an episode that. A little yeah, bit about absolutely. That. But before we finish this episode, maybe we'll do that next week. Let's make note, and we'll we'll talk about that next week. So come back Ooh, next. I week. I might be busy next week. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an episode next week. Let's do that. Well, so check, tune in next week. We're going to talk about building a plan, uh, a workout plan that fits you and how to do uh, that. Fine, I'll just give them all my secrets away for free. I love free it, but Michael. it's great information. <laughs> it still is easier with a fitness coach. Let me just throw it that is. out there. It's, it's that accountability. I was able to and succeed, and now I'm able to sustain on my own because of everything that I learned. And which is Michael's goal. He's not trying to 100%. be your fitness coach forever. No. Yeah, He's totally. trying to teach you the tools that you can now have forever. And it I, was, I don't want repeat business. I want it's referral It's an initial business. investment yeah. for long-term success, Absolutely. basically. And it worked <laughs> awesome. I love it. Michael, can you cue us in? Crippies, culinary creations. Beep, beep, beep. Beautiful. You Thank turned you, into You're very welcome. There, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, me and Victor both have this thing that we wanted to talk about. We have, it's called the Ninja Creamy. And if you like are on Instagram or TikTok or anything, you've, you've probably it, seen yeah. it. Um, it is basically an ice cream making machine. I think it makes ice cream and gelato and milkshakes and a bunch of other bullshit. Yeah. Um, well, but, mainly those bullshits, but yeah. Yeah, mainly those. <laughs> delicious, sweet, satisfying <laughs> bullshits. Um, but we've been messing with it a lot, and there's like a lot of things you can do. So it's as simple yes. as like you can take a protein shake and put it in this little container, and you freeze it, and then which you, is what sold both of us, right? And then you, you know, you add a little milk to it, and you put it in the creamy, and it turns it into ice cream and legit ice cream. Like the, the texture is pretty good. It's it's, it's pretty right on legit yeah. textured ice cream. Well, I love that. I know it's pretty fun, and uh, I've so not like tried I've, these creamy ninjas yet. I've messed with a few things. I also did like <laughs> yogurt. Um, but Victor's also done some things. So I did a cottage cheese one. <gasps> Look at you eating I was cottage about to cheese. Say, remember, remember when you hated yo, cottage he was cheese? So against so, cottage but why cheese. was I against cottage <laughs> cheese, people? Because of the curds. So 
you put it in the blender you do and it becomes it whipped non curdies. Yes. <laughs> the curds are gone. And so curdless. It's Curd. a curdless it's cheese. It's a curdless cottage cheese. <laughs> so you whip the this cottage cheese. I did it and I made a chocolate peanut butter one. Nice. And I used a peanut butter powder and I did uh the chocolate milk, the Carb yep. Master chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I even did a protein powder in it. I think I just did the... And it was for the... It made so much when I did it. I was able to make two pints I've of I've never cream. successfully eaten a whole one. Oh, oh. That, that's... Oh, what, I make it a... So let me, let me finish. Let me finish <laughs> what I did with it. So I did the I did all the, <laughs> the cottage finish. cheese. Uh-huh. Well, because I, I don't want to lose where I'm at. Um, so I did yeah. the cottage cheese, the PB2 peanut butter yep. powder, okay. the chocolate milk, yep. and I think I did something else. I did one other thing, and I don't remember what it was. It was probably the magical ingredient. <laughs> yeah, must don't have leave been. it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll sell that for ninety nine ninety nine. It might have only been those three things, but I <laughs> blended it all up till it was <laughs> a, a, a thin Curdless. consistency. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. <laughs> And made enough that I put it in two pints. Oh, shit. And what okay. I made was f- about 400 calories and, of, uh, and about 60 grams of protein. Nice. Love that. And so when I split it into two pints, it was 200 calories per pint. Nice. And 30 grams of protein. Love that. It was a meal. Yeah. So that's how I do it. Like, if I'm having lunch. So the cottage lunch, cheese came out okay. Yo, it was so good. Becky thought, said it tasted a little cottage cheesy. Well, I thought perfect. it was delicious. I yeah. love cottage cheese. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. I used vanilla yogurt, which might also be good Ooh, with that yeah, same vanilla. combination. And I like the Carb Master vanilla yogurt, too. Yeah, any really any yogurt that's yeah, a Greek fun flavor, you yeah. know, could be fun. So, And you don't have to whip it because it's yogurt. It doesn't have curds. Fair. I <laughs> loved it as a meal. So yeah. I would do it like I was like, uh, I kind of want ice cream. And I felt like I was cheating so much because I'm like eating chocolate peanut butter ice cream and it's chocolate peanut butter ice cream and i'm eating this and feel like i'm gorging on there's also a mix-in setting guys so like you can like crush up some oreos or put some chocolate chips and you like throw them in after and you hit the mix-in and it mixes them the thing is pretty cool the way it operates so that's the other thing sorry i'm like stealing your segment here because i'm so excited about this (laughs) tell me about the bananas oh so the bananas all you have to do is take a regular banana Uh uh-huh you, it. Not a fancy no. banana. You put it, you chop it up in the slices, put uh-huh. it in there, and smash the crap out of it to release the fluid from it as much as you can, uh-huh. and pack it in as tight, uh, pack it in to the pint to the fill line, uh-huh. and then put it in. And it becomes banana sorbet. Wow! I have a bunch of frozen. You have to freeze it. You freeze it as a freeze over twenty four. Yeah, you and do then have you to put freeze it, it. Yeah, so there's a little bit of delay. That is the hardest part. I like, know because I'm like, oh, I want. Mm, I gotta wait twenty four hours. So yeah. yeah, so you have to be like on it. You have to think you about. You make what, a few flavors ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. And then and when you're you down to one, then you make the next try, few. I only have three pints. I have frozen bananas well, and frozen strawberries, <laughs> and I'd like to like blend those up. Or something. You, yeah. I don't know if you can do them for. There's some like rules because it's not a blender. And it, it says it all the time. It's not a it's blender. It's not a blender. You it, would have to like anything that needs to get blended has to get blended ahead of time, yeah. basically. Interesting. So, yeah. but I've done the other one that I just did for us is I wanted to try and make a really low cal ice cream. Because what I really like about this is like they have all those like low calorie ice cream options like Halo yeah. and Rebel. And they all and, kind like, of suck. Yeah, they're Big not time. great. Yeah. And the consistency is not always great. And they're expensive. Mm-hmm. They're right. like super expensive for what they are. So I I really wanted the idea. Like I love ice cream. Who doesn't love ice cream? Actually, there's people, crazy people. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like ice cream. Crazy people. I Me love either. ice cream. So I did this. They have a vanilla ice cream recipe. And it comes with a recipe book when you buy it. And I did the easy, the very first one is vanilla ice cream. And it's basically cream cheese, heavy cream, milk, uh, and vanilla extract. I mean, sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. The regular one? Yeah, I don't know what it, the regular one. I didn't try it. So I substituted and did fat-free cream cheese. I did, um, uh, instead of, oh, sugar, too, you put into it. Instead of sugar, I used sweetener. sweetener. Yeah. And I substituted, instead of heavy cream and milk, I just did Cartmaster, the non-fat milk. And made vanilla ice cream. An entire pint was 160 calories. Oh, crap. Now you have a base. So my kids, I was like, hey, you guys want ice cream? They're like, yes, they love ice cream. (laughs) And I just threw sprinkles on it for them. And they ate ice cream, super low-calorie ice cream with sprinkles. And they ate it. And they were cool with it. And it felt like they ate ice cream. They ate it just like they did anything. But they didn't eat all of it. So we only we had half left. So we put it back in the freezer. You can't redo it. Have you tried it. that? Mm-hmm. Yes. So then we respun it. Yep. And there was all this room. So then we took 
because uh, my daughter hates chocolate. She doesn't eat chocolate. So we did the white chocolate peanut butter cups. Ooh, smashed smart. them up. Nice, nice. Put those in and mixed it in. Yep. And then put sprinkles on it. And it still was not high. We, we didn't put, I, did, I, I didn't mess around with the protein powders in theirs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, and then they ate ice cream. And it was really low calorie. And they were able to eat ice cream. And I felt great as a parent. I yeah. was like, cool. They got a little bit. I only smushed up three and they split it. So they eat like maybe a, a one or one and a half peanut butter cups yeah. with their ice cream. And total in calories, maybe 200 a piece. Yeah, I made one. So I made vanilla yogurt with the peanut butter powder. And Quest now has these, they have the smaller peanut butter cups now. They have these like little okay. kind of individually wrapped yeah, ones. They're yeah. pretty good. So I smashed up a couple of those and put that in there. That's pretty good. All right. So I think you should try, Mike. You're going to give me one of these bad like. boys. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. I, it is I a bit of an investment. They're not super cheap, but damn. So just, I'm going to search powerful creamy ninjas. Yeah, that'll get you there. All right. Yeah. Fine. Oh, mm-hmm. the other one that I did. Holy crap. This is my be- the best one that I've done. Why we did have... you not tell us about that one? Because. He leaves it for last. Yeah, I did. Because you, you can't bury the lead. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have the Thin Min True Nutrition protein powder. Was that good? If you like mint flavored, Blah. like. Oh, Blah. you don't like mint. Blah. Blah. I love mint. I yeah. love the chocolate mint combo. Blah. Yeah. It, it's like a Thin Min. It's. Freaking delicious. This is my favorite protein powder of all. So how'd you do it? Have. So I did a scoop of protein powder uh-huh. and I made the vanilla ice cream with the cream cheese. Okay. The just like I did with thing. I did use the cream cheese. I used the vanilla extract. I used the carb master chocolate milk. What what's the calorie count on that? Like just that base? I'm just curious. Do you know? That that main base that I did was like yeah. 160 calories. Oh, that's not bad. And then, so the scoop of protein powder made another 110 calories. Yeah. I think yeah. yogurt so, and cream cheese is pretty similar. Or not cream cheese, uh, cottage cheese. Okay. Yeah. Like calorie to protein. Yeah. Ones, so especially if you don't fat free. It was, then when I did that, it was, I get 25 there plus, it was, it was like 40 calories, 40 grams of protein mm-hmm. to 260 calories. Still great. Of a pint mm-hmm. of ice cream. And that was so good. So with the light ice cream, it's a little different. When you it has a light ice cream setting mm-hmm. on it, and when you spin it with that, sometimes it's a little chunky. Mm-hmm. So you just put a little bit more milk in it after you spin it once and re-spin it, and it comes out flawlessly. Right, you guys got to you got to got to write all these things down. We're just tossing a million bits of information at people at the moment. Yes, it's a little trial and error too. Right. I was going to say, yeah. I want you to guys to do the trial and error <laughs> so that it's perfect for you. Correct. Got it, got it. And for all the, I think all also, the people out there agree with me. Well, we did. This is a not this this one's non uh, locale, but it also just for ease of use. You can just take a can of frozen uh, like chunk pineapple uh-huh. and throw it in there. Ew. Ew. You guys don't like pineapple? I love pineapple, but I, I don't like pineapple. chunk pineapple and thrown in with like ice cream. No, no, sir. no, no, no. Oh, Ju- just the can of pineapple uh-huh. into a and you a freeze thing, it for twenty four hours it, and it becomes pineapple sorbet, like oh. chunky pineapple sorbet. No, like smooth, creamy. I think you would like that, Michael. Pineapple, like that. yeah, yeah. I might like sorbet, that. and there's no work to it. I got. Do you freeze it or you just you freeze it? Okay, okay. Yeah, you, Chris, you have to freeze everything. Okay. So I just learned that. Yeah, you can do milkshakes with it and stuff, and you could even it even says oh. in there like if you want to milkshake add, would bring. This boy to the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to do saying. like mix-ins and like say you get like a generic ice cream, you can just put the ice cream in it and throw like Whatever your own you mix-ins mix in, in and then mix it in and create like your own McFlurries at home. Ugh, that sounds fun too. Or great whatever. Odin's hammer. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things you can do with it. I absolutely love this machine. The downside is it's gigantic. Yeah, it's skinny, but it's very tall and rather deep. So <laughs> reminds me a lot of myself. I'm gonna get one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm only 5'11". Yeah, so it, it, it does kind of take up some stupid space. Yeah, it's... it's I don't even know if it would fit on the time. average, like, kitchen counter, like, underneath the cabinets or anything like that. I keep my... I have an entire fucking closet of kitchen appliances because <laughs> I'm gadget. You're a kitchen that gadget person. person? Yeah, yeah, I'm that person. Yeah. She's a closet yeah. of curiosities. I'm, I do. Yeah, we have uh, the Ninja Blender that... Has the uh, individual adapter? Yeah, thing. I have that. Too. Let's I just love that let's just thing. build a, all of ourselves more counter space. Yeah, yeah. Let's just I was do I that. saw this like mansion on Instagram where like the backsplash of their kitchen like flips out and their appliances are back there. So really? I was like, damn, that's cool. That is pretty sick. Yeah, 
So we just need to build on to all of our houses so we can fit all our kitchen gadgets. Piece cake. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Piece Look at all that space easy. in the walls. It's like, just let's all... just start shoving our uh, appliances back there. <laughs> it's a piece of cake. <laughs> we don't need the bracing, right? No. Just pull those studs out. It's yeah. Fine. What is this, load bearing? <laughs> Bear this, idiot. <laughs> it's cool. My Ninja Creamy holds this wall up. Bear my appliances. <laughs> and makes amazing ice cream. That's great. <laughs> so... It is also pricey. It, yeah, it's Somewhere pricey. between 150 to 180 is where you <laughs> Try to find it refurb. It. That's what I did. I bought a refurbished one. But, or the other I thing love is buying refurb electronics. Mm-hmm. Go on Marketplace. Try True. and find it off of Marketplace. I found a couple on Marketplace, but I was too impatient, so I went and bought it because uh, I needed it right then, mm-hmm. which still didn't do anything because I had to wait 24 hours. I know. That Nobody happened to me that. also. I was like, it's here. I can have ice cream tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. I'm so hungry now. Yeah. yeah. So it's been awesome. I I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I love it. Yeah. And it's been great for if you have kids, you can you can make healthier options. Ice cream is delicious. Enjoy it. But you can make it just a hair better. Yeah, what's fun is that apparently I can also make sorbet, which I never thought about. So I'm going to do that, too. Yes, you can make fruit sorbets. Yeah. And so, so what's the difference between sorbet and sherbet? I think it's the same. Roger that. Uh, you know who would know? Google. Mm. I don't trust Google. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> My guess, hey, do you ever play this game? This, this totally reminds me of this game I used to play when we were kids. And I used to get so pissed. Um, malarkey. Have you ever played this game, Malarkey? No. I, I, I know this word. Why do I know this oh, word? Because it's a word in the English language. Yes, okay. it's a word in the English language. So what is the game? So yeah. the game was there would be a word, like a big word or for, like something like that or whatever uh-huh. and you have to come up with a definition for this word oh, everybody that makes fun. definitions oh, okay, I, I would probably okay. enjoy it more now than I did when I was a kid right because I was like that so it's like a made up word that I we're trying everything. to come up definitions no, no it's a real with? word no it's a real word oh, okay. but it's a really like like a uh, word like malarkey okay, yeah okay okay and it's, which means yeah, like shenanigans or something basically it means like lies or something like yeah, that. yeah like shenanigans yeah so but you have to come up with a definition and then everybody reads and one person has the real definition oh, and okay. everybody else is making them up and then everybody votes and you put like chips towards the people you think who right. who who, who had the it? real definition and then you gain points for that blah, blah blah and all those things but if you actually know the definition of the word mm-hmm. you can just steal the definition and then the person who had the definition <laughs> has to make something up Oh. They, like, they've oh, got crap, similar they stuff. You, you played the Jackbox TV thing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got similar games as to like that, where people end up making stuff up on their own and mm-hmm. putting it up on the screen, and everybody bets towards which one was the real deal, which is super fun. <laughs> Great little party game. Yeah, I think Marlarkey would be fun until I played with somebody who was really smart, like Aaron, and I would hate it because he would just win all the time because he wins everything. Why I hate playing any games with Aaron. I know English words. Yes. Aaron wins all the games that we play ever. Any That's kind of it. Really Malarkey. all the time. <sighs> It's hard to beat him at anything. It is. I mean, literally anything. He had like never played. I think it was like a Rummy Cube, and my cousin loves Rummy Cube. Yeah. She's like oh, Rummy like Cube, and he, he's got too mathematical he's, a brain. He's bro, gonna he pick just up on that quick. He wins right off the bat. He's yeah. so annoying. Does not shock me. <laughs> the worst. I love him. I love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> he never listens to these, so you're fine. <laughs> if he, if he made it through the the creamy ninja segment, then you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you can afford it and you want ice cream that's delicious that you can get for your kids and you and make protein ice cream that tastes absolutely awesome. I can't believe... And the consistency is a big difference. It, yeah, I, I was actually pretty shocked that the consistency came out pretty good. Yeah, that, that's that been my favorite part of it. And I've really enjoyed experimenting with it yeah. and making fun different things. Uh, oh, so what I was going to say, I think if I had to guess, though, going back to where Malarkey all came from, the difference between a sorbet oh, right. and a sherbet, uh-huh. my guess is fruit. I don't think sherbet actually has fruit in it, or sorbet may. I think that might be a difference. I, mean, uh, I, think that's I feel a like I've literally jump. Googled this before, and I do not remember. Wow. Well, I probably could Google it right this second, but I'm well, not going what, to, and I'll leave you guys. What is the etymology of the word sorbet? Oh, Michael. I call malarkey. What? No? <laughs> Wait, what country did sorbet come from? Oh, oh ready, ready? Is that a French yeah. word? Here's what Google says. The difference between sorbet and sherbet. Sherbet and sorbet are both fruity frozen treats, so I'm completely wrong. Uh, oh, is there an egg Whose thing? names are often no. incorrectly used interchangeably. Oh, interchangeable. Hello, malarkey. So you're wrong too, Chrissy. Okay. Good, I feel better. <laughs> Sherbert contains dairy while sorbet. That's has what it no was. Dairy. That's right. I remember Googling this because we, we serve ice cream and we wanted to get a non dairy right. option. 
but we could, we were like, is it sorbet? Is it sherbet? I've already forgotten which same? one's which. Is yeah. sherbet which that has, has the, dairy? the dairy? What's your guess? Sherbet. Um, sorbet. I'm gonna go with the opposite of Mike, just so that it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> sherbet. Sherbet, actually, it's sherbet. Sherbet. I don't know why everybody. Wait, puts is it sherbet? <laughs> yeah. So it's spelled S C H. Was the other one sorbet? B E T. Oh, yeah, so no. it's sorbet. Okay. Yeah, uh, the way you said bit, <laughs> I thought it was I-T, and I was like, that's If it's weird. sorbet, then that's definitely sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sherbet that has the dairy? See, you put an R at the end, too. Oh, sherbet. So the way we will remember this. Why do we all say sherbet? Surely sorbet has dairy in it. <laughs> yes. That's how I'm going to remember it. Sherbet. Surely it must have dairy in it. Sherbet contains dairy, while sorbet has no dairy. <laughs> I'm never going to remember this. But you I are, did. because surely sorbet <laughs> has dairy in it. Surely it does. Surely it does. Which uh, one has dairy in it? Well, surely <laughs> sorbet must have dairy in it. People are going to stop listening to this show. We are so annoying. <laughs> Guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much. Please go on to socials and like our pages. I know we don't ask that all the time, but it really is uh, awesome if you do. And thanks for coming it back. Surely is. We are going <laughs> to come back with another episode. Come back next week. We're going to talk about building your own workout plan that works for you. We love you guys. Bye. We love you. <laughs> I love your end caps, Mike. They're my favorite. They're my favorite. <laughs> Not another one? No, no, I'm good, I think. I think.